it's time for the podcast that features two guys that register on the Richter scale when they go up and down the stairs. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by the Parian Lawyers. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <gasps> His ability to suck in these balls. <gasps> Sounds like a case of the Mondays. Grab your balls. <gasps> When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five. We've reached Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I actually did it right this time, Bryce. Nailed it. Nailed it. Good job. And this is a championship podcast. It is. Championship podcast, baby. It's it's all about the championships. As uh, Central wins another state championship, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Today is National Blonde Brownie Day. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't know if I've ever had a blonde brownie. I'm not a big brownie fan. I, like I said, I'll, I'll try anything once. I'll try a blonde brownie. Um, probably wouldn't be a big fan of it just because I'm not a big brownie fan. Um, but I certainly would try it. Yeah, it's uh, I'm okay with the blonde brownies. Okay, it's it's different. It's it's much different than what you know a, a typical brownie is. So, um, but yeah, they're they're pretty good. So you're you're uh, a bigger you're, fan of like a, a blonde brownie than like say a brunette brownie. <laughs> I I I'd take both. Um, what about a redhead brownie? So, ooh, I've never oh. tried a redhead. Brownie. Oh, well. I wonder, wonder if that's anything like a red velvet brownie. Oh, I ooh. I wonder, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. you like good that? Good call, yeah. Uh, today is also National Hot Sauce Day. Yeah, I mean, come on. What are we talking about? I'm all over this. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know if there's many meals that I eat that don't have hot sauce on it. Like, hot sauce is my ketchup. I put hot sauce on just about everything and all different types of hot sauce, too. Um, I, love the, I love that place, Pepper Palace. They have a couple places around, um, but they also have a uh, they have an online store, and I'm a huge fan of of hot sauce. Yes, all in, all in for hot sauce day. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, obviously, but it's it's uh, something I've I've definitely been a aware of for a long time. What's you your know? favorite like mass produced hot sauce? Uh, it would have to be Frank's because yeah. you put that sh- on everything. Right? Mine too. Mine too. I'm right there with you. There's a lot of other hot sauces I have from Pepper Palace that I like more than Frank's, but like as far as like just walk into uh, any grocery store, mass produced uh, hot sauce, yeah, Frank's is number one. Bryce, we had a big NFL divisional weekend this weekend, and it was um, three of the four games were fantastic. Yes, absolutely fantastic. Yes. There was one that did not go well. It didn't um, go well after halftime. The first half was very, very good, very competitive, very entertaining. But yeah, after after half, uh, one team just forgot to come out of out of the locker room. Apparently, yeah. All right, let's start with that one game. Uh, Ravens beat the Texans thirty-four to ten in in Baltimore. Beautiful game for Baltimore. Baltimore is hosting the AFC Championship for the first time ever, I believe. Um, so that's going to be really interesting, or for the first time in in several several years. Yeah, I'm trying to think if um, they hosted it back when they won the Super Bowl, back with Ray Lewis and all that. I'm not sure if they did. Let I me think see. they may have been on the road. Uh, I'll look that up real quick. Yeah, I'm not. I don't remember to be honest with you. 75 yards passing. El, uh, Lamar Jackson carried the ball for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he was. 
He was all over the place. Nico Collins had 68 yards receiving. He led the team uh, for the Texans. It just seemed like Baltimore's defense had an answer for C.J. Stroud and company, and there was nothing they could do to get going. Yeah, I uh, I nailed the um, nailed the uh, the over, um, hit that, but I didn't tease the Texans enough. I teased them to fourteen and a half. Probably should have teased them to twenty four and a half. Um, yeah. yeah, I did. Uh, I did not see that one coming. The Ravens played at the Patriots in twenty twelve, Billy. Um, so so yeah, not not a home game, uh, but. But yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't. I thought the Texans are going to be able to at least stay within two touchdowns of the uh, the Tex. Or I, I thought the uh, Texans would stay in two touchdowns against the Ravens. But yeah, Lamar Jackson showed last night or that was Saturday. Excuse right. me. Why he's probably going to win his second MVP this year? Yeah, he was a studly. So they move on, and and we'll tell you who they face next. Uh, 49ers beat the Packers 24-21. You want to talk about a back-and-forth game? Huh. Yeah. I I, I thought this game was... I thought the Packers were going to win this game. Uh, so I really did, I. did. So did I. Yeah. We will, uh, we listened to this game on the way home. It was a 21-14 Packers lead at, at the end of the third. I mean, that's where it was. Yeah. And... 49ers came back with 10 in the fourth. Brock Purdy had 252 yards and a tud. Aaron Jones for the for the Green Bay Packers, 108 yards on 18 carries. He he couldn't be stopped. You know what I mean? He looked like, great. He was fantastic. Yeah, he looked great. Um, what's not going to show up in the stats is how terribly Brock Purdy played. He did not look very good. He was super inaccurate. I mean, uh, he probably missed George Kittle wide open. I don't even know if they're going to be considered targets. They were such bad throws. Brock Purdy looked super, super off. Um, and uh, I thought Jordan Love was going to drive down and score the game-winning touchdown there. But just an ill-advised throw, man, running to his right side, throws against his body across the field. It's intercepted by San Fran. They move on. Uh, but, yeah, I certainly thought Green Bay was going to win this. But, man, I, if they want to if they want to win the NFC Championship and move on to the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy has got to play better. He looked terrible. Yeah, he does. And he will... 49ers um, move on. Their defense held up. Look, I mean, they did. And most of those points that for the Packers were field goals. I think they got, what, one touchdown total? Yeah, yeah just one tutty. Or no, they, they got two. They got two tutties because they, they went for two uh, in the third quarter. Uh, That's right. Yeah, That's Jordan right. Love threw two tutties in the third. So... Uh, they will move on. 49ers will move on and face the same old new Lions. Yeah, brand new <laughs> Lions, Billy. Brand new Lions. Don't put that same old moniker on the MCDC-led Lions, baby. Hey, man. Hey, hey man. man. You know, we can just go out there, man, like want to bite people's kneecaps off, man. 31-23, your final over Matt Ridgeway's Bucks. Baker Mayfield did everything in his power to do to do <laughs> to win this game for the Bucks. 349 yards, three tutties, two picks as well. Uh, Jameer Gibbs had 74 yards on the ground and a touchdown, and then Mike Evans, 147 yards and a touchdown. They played really well, um, man. The Bucks played very, very well. I know it's I know it's not going to make Matt Ridgeway happy, but like, dude, they they played a really, really good game. Yeah. The Lions are a good team. 
And you have to realize that that's that's a fantastic team across from you. And and their defense was really strong. Uh, they, they held you, what, three touchdowns? Yeah. Um, and they went... Questions that were going to be asked a lot is, why would you go for two in the fourth? Um, and why didn't you stop the clock when you had time? You still had a touchdown or a timeout left. Why didn't you stop the clock, right? Right. So those are going to be the questions that were asked, Todd Bowles. But, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it now. Um, and look, it's now they go on and the Lions will face the 49ers in San Fran next week. And it's that's the 630 game, right? I believe. Sure. Ooh, let me see. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Three o'clock Chiefs, Ravens, 630 Lions, 49ers. Yeah. So that that's going to be wow. You want to talk about a championship weekend, but uh, all right, let's before we get there, let's let's talk about the Chiefs Bills. Um, what a freaking game. Game of the year. Game of the year for me in the NFL, no doubt. This game was fantastic. Um there it just didn't it didn't seem like either team wanted to win in that fourth quarter. Um <laughs> they changed back and forth constantly. Uh but ultimately the Chiefs ended up with a dub. 27-24 year final. Patrick Mahomes had 215 yards, two tutties. Pacheco had 97 yards on the ground and a touchdown. And Travis Kelsey, 75 yards and two massive touchdowns for the Chiefs. It's one of the easier bets in, in professional football right now. Just bet on Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady. Like you don't bet against this guy as long as he is in the playoffs. Both offenses were rolling in the first half. In the second half, I don't know if they got tired. The defense sort of bowing their back some of the sequencing i mean the chiefs going for a fake field goal on their own 35 yard line and snapping it at demar hamlin him not making it and then the chiefs driving it down and then fumbling out of the back of the end zone for a for a touchback just the back and forth and then bass missing a game tying field goal wide right one of the uh, phrases that haunts buffalo bills fans for years it's crazy. No it's crazy, man. And, and the Bills got what they wanted. They got the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes on the road in a divisional game. First road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes. And, um, I, dude, it just what a game. Game of the year for me. Absolute game of the year for me. Now the question is, is he going to be the betting favorite as they go into Baltimore next week? The mm-hmm. 3 o'clock game, as you mentioned, the AFC Championship goes through Baltimore. Uh, they are a Baltimore. three-point dog. They are a three-point road dog. Yeah. They were a dog going into this game, too, weren't they? Ooh, they might have been. I think they were like a point-and-a-half dog, maybe? Something like that, possibly? Not sure. I think you're right, though. Uh, Bills were a three-point dog, or three-point favorite. Three-point favorite. So, okay. Chief, okay. Yep. so yeah, yeah. Dog back-to-back road dogs for the Chiefs. Yeah, and look, Chiefs Ravens are going to be fantastic, and so is Lions and 49ers, Man, yeah. I can't wait for Championship Weekend next next Sunday. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Yep. And look, the Lions. To be a first-time Super Bowl winner. Yep. Look, the 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl since, God, uh, Joe Montana or Steve Young. Didn't they win one with Harbaugh? 
No, they lost it, didn't think... they? They lost it to uh, they lost it to the Ravens. Yeah, to Harbaugh. So, yeah, to Harbaugh. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I forgot about the Harbaugh ball. Yeah, I don't think they've won one since since then. I was I was kind of hoping of um, I was I was hoping it was going to be uh, Bills versus Lions in the Super Bowl, uh, uh, a game between two teams that have never won a uh, never won a Super Bowl. That would have been fantastic. Uh, and then obviously Lions have never won one. And then uh, who's the other one? Who am I just forgetting? Falcons. Uh, Ravens. Ravens haven't won one since uh, twelve. Yeah, twenty twelve was the last time the uh, the Ravens won when they had that one of the greatest defenses, I think, of all time. Honestly, um, and and funny enough, they beat the Forty Niners uh, in you know in the heart in the Harbaugh Bowl. Uh, I, I think uh, I think uh, they're not twenty twelve was their uh, defense. Oh one oh one was that Ravens defense that was insane. Uh, they went with Elvis. Wasn't Elvis Gerback the quarterback? Or was it Trent Dilfer from the 2001? Trent Dilfer. I would say arguably one of the worst quarterbacks to ever win a Super Bowl, Trent Dilfer. Well, Matt Ridgway and the Bucks would probably go up there, too. Um, I'm trying to remember who, who they had in their first one. Oh, it was, man. It was terrible. It was terrible. Was it a McCown brother? Oh, God bless. I don't, I don't remember who it was, but it was... It was a terrible quarterback. Hold on, I can I can tell you who it is. Give me two seconds. Hold on, I I I thought it was a McCown. Tampa Bay's first in the in one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was McCown. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to find. The, I'm trying to find their uh, uh, Brad Johnson. Yes, that's who it is. Brad Johnson. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> terrible dude. So bad. All right, so we'll talk more about championship weekend coming up on Friday as we'll probably lay down our bets on that weekend as well. Slap uh, them down. Weekend. Do what? So slap them down. Slap them. Slap them in the face. Slap in the face. Uh, Hawks split the weekends, uh, beating the Heat 109 to 108 on Friday night and losing to the Cavs 116 to 95 on Saturday. On Friday, DJ Murray, 22 points, three. Three rebounds, 11 assists on the night, and no three points bigger than the game winner that he hit with two seconds remaining. Um, and that was back-to-back game-winning shots for, for DJ Murray. And he's he seems locked in right now. And that's that's huge for the Hawks. Um, and if not huge for the Hawks, huge for the Hawks brass, knowing that they can get something, a, a lot of something for for DJ in the trade deadline because his name continues to be all over the rumor mill um, for the trade deadline. Yeah, I feel like I feel like every single team that is contending or wants to contend in the NBA has been linked with Dejounte Murray. Um, I don't I don't know if there's if that's legit. I don't know if they're trying to create a um, sort of a bidding war for Dejounte, uh, but if they are, bravo to them because I I feel like they've been linked everywhere. Uh, so I wouldn't uh, trade deadline February tenth, eight, eight, eight. Okay, um, so a little bit over two weeks away. Uh, I, I would, I, I'd be, I'd be shocked if Dejounte Murray was on this team uh, going into the second week of February. Jalen Bogey, Sadiq, and Patty Mills. Patty Mills had a pretty good game on Friday, all in double figures. Clint Capella though ended with nine points, eleven, well, or eleven rebounds in one block with a 
minus 11 plus minus. Jesus. What did we do in CC? I don't know. I don't know. This this roster sucks, dude. The construction sucks. It's it's frustrating watching this team, man. You know, as much as as much crap as we give the Falcons about being misbuilt and not knowing what their identity is, the Hawks aren't any better. It's it's just it's rough watching this team sometimes. Yeah. No trays. He was not in Miami due to an illness. On Saturday, though, the Hawks fall to the Cavs, one sixteen to ninety five. Hawks were never in this game. Uh, DeJounte Murray, 24 points, nine, nine rebounds, five assists. Or Yeah, and Jalen had 20 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Trey and Bogey both added double digits in this game, but Trey left in the fourth after taking an elbow to the face yeah. on a charge, and now he's been diagnosed with a concussion, and he's in concussion protocol. Ugh, that sucks, dude. That's dude, You can't have that right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I know it, it's part of the game but dear lord yeah right now that's not what the hawks need no last uh last team in the play in right now um i you know it I, do you want to beat the steelers like is that is that who you want to be do you want to be the pittsburgh steelers a team that kind of wallows in mediocrity never never good enough to threaten for a super bowl but you know also not bad enough to get a good you know draft pick high draft pick because that's what I feel like the Hawks and the Steelers are essentially have been the same for the past five, six, seven years. Just sort of mid-level teams that, I don't know, are they going to get better? Maybe? I don't know. I have a little bit more faith in the Steelers than I do the Hawks. But, yeah. It's a good it's, call. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, it's, I don't know. It's frustrating, dude. It's frustrating. I think it's time to trade some pieces around. This team is uh, not, not a built team to win a game. Damn. So the next next up for the Hawks, they face the Kings tonight at 10 p.m. and then the Warriors on Wednesday at 10. Um, so back to back road games on the West Coast, and then they move over. I believe they go over to Texas. Um, I believe they face um, Doncic on Luke, Friday. Luka, Luka Doncic. Yeah, they uh, they're after that after those two games, they have like a five or six game home home game. Street thing, <laughs> thing, yeah, whatever. thing. Streak, streaky, streaky, deaky. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, they're at home versus uh, Dallas, Toronto, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Golden State, and LA. So a little bit of a homestand, six-game homestand. See if we can't at least try to go three and three. You know, homestands you usually want to win. You want to split on the road, not the Hawks, baby. Let's try to split at home and lose everything on the road. I hate this team. <laughs> Something that Bryce does not hate as he spent hours watching this over the weekend. State wrestling duels happened this weekend. And man, what fantastic action we got to watch all weekend long. Great, dude. It was great. Uh, I watched every single second of just about the only match that I missed. And I don't remember how I missed it. Um, I think the stream wasn't working or something. Temple's very first match of the uh, of the day on Saturday morning against Dublin is the only uh, it was the only match I missed all weekend. Everybody else I watched every single every single match had all my all my streams going. Um, it was great. It was absolutely great, man. Uh, Carrollton does fall to Hillgrove in the consolation bracket in the quarterfinals in a, in a very very tough fashion. Uh, they were tied 33 to 33 at the end of the duels. And, and when you're tied on points, you go to tiebreakers and stuff. And 
one of the tiebreakers was team penalties. Um, and Carrollton did have negative one team penalty. So Hillgrove moved on to play Mill Creek. Um, and, and unfortunately, Carrollton's uh, dual season ended there. That, that's, that sucks, man. That's a crappy way to lose. I, I hated that for Coach Nick White, all the, all the parents and everybody that's involved in that wrestling program, all the kids. Like, that's a rough way to lose, man. No joke. Yeah, and, and from every, I didn't get to watch any of the, the Carrollton ones, but um, from everything you were telling me, um, they they wrestled their tails off, um, and you know, good good on Nick. And I wouldn't expect anything else from a Nick White led led group. And no. it was it was going to be nice because uh, if Carrollton had beaten Hillgrove, they would have gone on to face Mill Creek, the team that knocked them out of the winners bracket. Uh, and it had been a it would have been a sweet chance to uh, to get a little revenge on Mill Creek. And um, you know, I texted right. I texted Coach White. Before they left, I said, "Go up there and shock the state, pal." Uh, and you know they gave they gave it a, a damn good effort, dude. I, I don't I don't know if they could have beaten either team that was in the final. Uh, I, if you are a wrestling fan and you did not watch Camden County versus Buford, I highly encourage you to go on YouTube and look up Georgia Grappler or Georgia Grappling. Um, it, they have they have the full video of the finals for Camden County versus Buford. Camden County comes out victorious over Buford. It was one of the greatest duels wrestling matches that I think I've ever seen um, in my very short time watching wrestling. They they were tied 31-31 and they had to go down to like the 10th tiebreaker or something crazy to to figure out who won that that match. But um but yeah, that that all that match was also also absolutely nuts. That's crazy. Uh Villarica falls to Harris County in the consolation quarterfinals as well yeah uh, you were proud of you were proud of vr man super VR, proud dude um really busted their tails yeah they they wrestled their butts off dude they uh they opened up they opened up on on friday beating greenbrier and then just got absolutely molly whopped uh by woodland i think i think vr only got like three points against woodland uh and then went into the consolation bracket beat chattahoochee uh, and then and then fell to Harris County, but absolutely worked their butts off, man. This is the highest placement. Um, I believe they finished. I believe I think officially they finished fifth in the state or something like that. Um, this is the highest placement that, or maybe eighth. But regardless uh, of where they placed, this is the highest finishing uh, that a this is the highest finish that a Villarica duels team has ever had um, in state competition. So congratulations to, to to Jared out there, the head coach of of Villarica and, and Coach Cochran and everybody else involved in that program do great finish. Um, very proud of, of the uh, wrestling chops that we're bril- uh, building in VR. Temple falls to Hurt County in the Constellation bracket second round. Uh, and you could tell the disappointment on uh, Sean Moistner's Facebook page because he was, he was clearly disappointed in himself mostly. Um, after I think a little bit, but you know what, Temple getting there and getting into the duels matchup, man, I'm, I'm proud of Temple and and facing off against a really good Herd County team, man, Temple did their t- did their best too, and and they're just building a program out there that I'm I'm really really proud of, and that's man, I, I tell you what, one of the one of the awesome things about Temple too is they hosted a lot of these uh, rec wrestling things. So not only are our temples, uh, you know, high school kids being very, very successful at wrestling, 
but they are building a youth program that is also going to be very, very successful and just a, just a feeder program into the high school. Some of the best wrestlers I saw in rec wrestling this year were from Temple. Uh, so they got a lot of kids that are, and, and John Garner is one of the big proponents of, of that youth wrestling out there in Temple. Can't say enough about them. Um, yeah, and I, I would have to talk to people that know a lot more about wrestling and the history of wrestling in Georgia than, than I know. But Temple, from what I understand, is not necessarily a traditional wrestling powerhouse in the state of Georgia. And the fact that Coach Sean Moistner and his crew have gotten Temple to sort of expect greatness from that wrestling program and make the state tournament every single year and compete is a great you know first step for them i i know i know moistener being a multiple you know state champion and a, one of the best wrestling coaches around i know that's not where his sights are um, but it's a great first step for the temple tigers wrestling program him and coach garner will look forward to hopefully being able to have two state champions uh on the mat this year for temple they uh, talking with them at uh, media day they were very very uh open about that so um individual state championships come up uh coming up in a couple weeks her county fall the trying in the consolation bracket semifinals and her county her county's building a program too down there man it's yeah. it was good to see what well, you you expect it you know what shane lasseter demands in the football field um, and you know what they do in the weightlifting competition. Like they have, you know, they're, they're always weightlifting champions, I feel like. And they have so many, you know, uh, that Heard County and wrestling just seems like it goes together, in my opinion. Uh, they, yeah, they ran into a really good Tryon team. I thought they were going to beat Tryon. Uh, they, they had they had them on the ropes. Um, but unfortunately, Tryon comes out on top. And Heard County finishes, I don't know, fifth or sixth, fifth or sixth however you want to, you know, kind of rank the teams. But yeah, good. Good job by uh by Heard County battling the entire weekend. Uh Bremen finished his third. Uh loses in the I think second round of the winner's bracket initially and then third, gets, falls down in the third round. Was it I third? Think. Yeah, it was against yeah. uh yeah, third round versus uh versus Columbus. And and actually Columbus lost by one point in the finals to Lumpkin County, which I was I was shocked by I, I, I could have swore Columbus was going to win the state championship. Um, so, yeah, uh, Bremen, Bremen Falls against Columbus in the um, in, in the semifinals of the winner's bracket. Bumps on down the consolation bracket, beats Morgan County, and then beats Franklin County to, to finish third. A lot of good wrestling from Bremen, man. They looked really good. A lot of, lot of really good technical wrestling from Bremen. They looked very, very strong. Yeah, really, really impressed with Coach Bexley's team out there out in Bremen, watching a lot of their wrestling over the weekend. You were able to share this with me. And and I'm, I'm sitting here just with my feet up on my bed, and I, I casted the uh, casted our Discord up on, onto my my uh, big screen TV in my room and just sat there and watched wrestling all weekend with you. So it was it was a good time. Shout out, uh, to, and- shout out to Flow Wrestling dude uh great coverage for all these wrestling duels man um you know i I, they did they did a great job of having every duel on there the points were right the names were right you know weights were right i i i can't say enough about flow wrestling it was worth every single penny that i paid to watch these young men wrestle this weekend yeah and then finally we we talked about it at the top of the podcast central wins back-to-back state championships uh handily 
<laughs> they, they took care of business. I don't think they had any any one of their game or any one of their matches was in question, was it? No, let me let me run these let me run these numbers out for you. Uh, so their first round against Whitewater, sixty-four to twelve, they won that one. Uh, yeah, that sec- one. Second round versus uh, Chastity, forty-seven to fifteen, won that one. Uh, Big win. So, yep. Uh, third round. So this is the uh, this is the semifinals against Lovett, the team that they only beat by one point last year in the finals on a very last second pin to win the state, forty-five to twenty. Forty-five to twenty uh, was that wow. one. And and then the finals, and this is going to sound closer than it really was, forty-seven to thirty-three. Yeah, and they got to like it was forty-seven to fifteen, and um, or forty-one to fifteen, I think at one point it was like forty-one to Central, nothing or something crazy. Central Athletics posted that they won back-to-back state championships. Then, yeah, well, they they, <laughs> they eliminated North Hall. North Hall couldn't couldn't score enough points to win a state championship. It's once you get, I, I want to say the magic number is forty two. Steve Walker might be able to correct me on that one, um, but there is a magic number in wrestling uh, that once you get it, you mathematically eliminate the other team, and then you know if you don't get that, you can count down or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think I want to say Central. It was like forty one to nothing or something. It was something crazy. They were just stomping north what did they have like five straight pins to open up the round or something or like five out of six pinned or something crazy like that four or five it was, it was i think it was five or six pins it was nuts dude it was yeah it was it was absolutely nuts gabe swan um continues to be one of the most impressive and fun to watch wrestlers in our in our area um between him and jacob levy i didn't look it up i should have but i don't i i i can guarantee you I'm pretty sure I can guarantee you neither one of those young men lost in the duels, and I think they pinned every single one of their opponents. I can I can look it up, but those uh, those dudes well, actually absolutely wrestled their butts off this weekend. Was it just me, or did it seem like most of the pins that Central had were very similar as far as how the, the kids were pinned? Yeah, like, that, that might it, be something they're coached. It, it it felt like a, several of them were like up in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. After being flipped over onto their, it was it was really impressive from from what I saw. Kudos to go out to Cody Knight and and Nathan Horsley and everybody involved in that program out at Central. Bravo, guys! I, I sent them a text separately um, yesterday, just or Saturday, and, and telling them. But man, hell of a job out there. There's um there's rumors going around that Nathan Horsley was seen doing backflips um on the mat <laughs> after after they won uh. I couldn't confirm. I couldn't confirm it. Couldn't. I couldn't find any video of it. Uh, but I do know that those uh, those rumors are going around in West Georgia that Nathan Horsley was doing backflips on the wrestling mat um, after uh, after the uh, match was over. I was trying to find. It surprised me. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty nimble guy. I was trying to find the um, the state thing to see if I could find. Uh, find what Gabe Swan and Levy did but I think now that's over it goes into the history of I'm telling you one of the things that I wish they would fix a little bit on wrestling is searching through brackets on track wrestling or flow not the best man it's a little it's not the it's not the most intuitive um it is it is a little daunting uh hell I don't know where this thing is if I if I find that I'll post it on our social medias all right 
Let's head to the Marine Town scoreboard. Oh, wait, I think I found it. No, oh. I didn't. Never mind. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out later and I'll post it. Oh, uh, the Marine South scoreboard from this past weekend. Friday night in basketball, Bowden beats Fulton Leadership 76 to 11. That's the boys. Uh, Bremen versus Ridgeland. Girls fall 40 to 36. Boys fall 70 to 49. Central versus Northwest Whitfield. Girls fall 51 to 21. Boys win 48 to 43. Carrollton at Pebblebrook. Girls win 81 to 13. Uh, and the boys fall 55 to 53. Heard County at Lamar County. Girls fall 64 to 56. Boys win 80 to 68. Temple beats Crawford County. Girls 57 to 33. Boys 75 to 70. And VR falls to Jackson. Girls 68 to 38. Boys 71 to 62. On Saturday in basketball, Bowden falls to Rockmart. Girls 51 to 43. Boys 69 to 52. Bremen beats R. Moucher, just girls, 37 to 30. Uh, Carrollton beats Dalton, just the girls, 57 to 46. And the Carrollton boys beat Mount Pisgah, 64 to 55. Mount Zion, they beat McNair, 67 to 57, just the boys. And Temple beats Harrelson County, girls, 64 to 38, boys, 53 to 28. Uh, and VR girls beat Banneker, 64 to 51. I don't have a score for the boys for VR Banneker. I think they won. Um, but I don't... I've, I haven't checked your social media, but I've, I've, I've not been able to find it on Max Preps or any, anywhere else. Um, let me check. I, I, I'm pretty sure the boys won. I think they beat the the Bannikers. Uh, but... I was, I was going to mention, you know, on Friday night, I was kind of bouncing back and forth. Um, I was... I was on NFHS network, you know, kind of jumping around. I was watching Bremen Ridgeland. I was watching uh, Temple of Crawford County, and and I switched over to Bowden versus Fulton Leadership, and it was the feed right before that. I think they had like six or seven minutes left to go in pregame warmups, Bryce. And I texted you and I said, "This Bowden team may beat the hell out of Fulton Leadership today," and come to find out 76 to 11 they did i was like yeah yeah they did uh no i guess they didn't post the um i guess they didn't post the boys score i think they won though i think they won but i'm not 100 sure of the score uh in wrestling we just went over Carrollton fell to mill creek but they beat norcross then north gwinnett and then lost to hillgrove in the consolation quarterfinals vr Beat Greenbrier, lost to Woodland of Cartersville, then beat Chattahoochee, then lost to Harris County. Central, they beat everybody. They beat Whitewater, Chastity, Lovett, and North Hall and way to a back-to-back state championship for the Lions. Uh, Bremen beat Lafayette, Ups and Lee, lost to Columbus, then beat Morgan County and Franklin County to place third in the state. Heard County beat Bryan County, lost to Commerce, beat Temple, beat Dade County, and then lost to Tryon in the Consolation Semifinals. And then Temple lost to Dublin, beat Lamar County, and then lost to Heard County. On the Smith's floor coverings and games events calendar for tonight, nothing, nada, Zipola, a big zero, nothing going on tonight on the Smith's floor coverings, games, and events calendar. Outside of the Hawks. Yeah, outside of that team that plays basketball every now and then in Atlanta. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? I do indeed, sir. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Century 21 Novus. Woo! Nick Dunlap 
claims the American Express to become the first amateur to win on the PGA Tour since Phil Mickelson in 1991. Congratulations, dude. What an accomplishment. That is a... That is pretty amazing. He has the uh, it's the third straight long shot to win a tournament. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome from the PGA Tour, man. Getting off to an exciting start. This is this is what happens when ninety percent of your superstars are playing in the LIV Tour. So, I mean, I guess we should have expected this. Well, and, and I think um, Rory was playing in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, won it. He ended up winning that one for the fourth year in a row. Uh-huh. I think. Show did. Uh, the crappy thing, though, is, you know, Nick Dunlap, champion, you know how much money he gets for it? Oh, my God. Not a damn oh nickel. Oh, because he's an amateur? He's an amateur. He doesn't get uh, any money, dude. That sucks. That does suck. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? He's going to get plenty of FaceTime. Um, I'm sure SportsCenter will have him on, you know, all day today. 20 years old. Just how- 20 years old, dude. Stanford's Tara Vanderveer uh, gets win number 1,203 to pass Coach K for most wins in NCAA basketball history. Why is there crickets? Okie dokie. I didn't even know she was close to it. That's, I didn't either. I know Stanford has a, has a good women's program, but like... You don't. You didn't hear about them as much as like Gene Oriema up at UConn or uh, Pat Summit at Tennessee. Like I just that kind of came out of nowhere. It shocked me. Like I know Stanford's a good a good women's basketball program, but I didn't know like they were that good. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs relished the challenge of a road win over the Bills. Yeah, they heard the naysayers all week. Um, they saw the snowballs. Flying into the uh, onto the field during the game, it's um, sort of, you know really great teams find stuff to put chips on their shoulder, and that's one of the things that they did was you know they've never played in a road playoff game in the Patrick Mahomes era, and they used that to probably push them a little bit. Um, I don't know what they're going to use this week, but great teams find ways to be slighted by the oppos- opposition. Yeah. Baker Mayfield earned Tampa Bay Buccaneers return, Todd Bowles says. Yeah, played well. Played very well, man. I was very impressed by uh, by Bay- Baker Mayfield. I know Matt Ridgway doesn't care, but... Um, do, you, uh, do you think it was affected by weather at all? Uh, I don't think Baker was, no. I don't uh, I don't think Baker or the uh, the Bucks. I, you know, cold. you go up to a cold weather team and, and you play in cold weather... Um, I don't know. Maybe if they uh, turned the air conditioning off a little bit before halftime or a little bit before uh, kickoff, that might have affected them a little bit. Oh, dude. The only thing I can pray is that, like, that young lady that asked that question was, like, a, a weather reporter that just got asked to fill in or something. Because that was, that was bad. I hated that for her. Like, that's embarrassing. Iowa's Caitlin Clark colliding with a Buckeyes fan post game was quote kind of scary. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't buy the yes. I I agree, Caitlin. That was that would have been kind of scary. Uh, Ohio State upset number three Iowa at home in front of a capacity crowd, and Ohio State fans stormed the court after they won because apparently they've never won anything up there before. Just embarrassing. Stay in your seats. Um, but yeah, a, a fan running on, not watching where she was going, watching her phone, holding her phone in her hands, sprinting onto the court, 
ran into Kaitlyn Clark as Clark was trying to get off the court. Um, horribly inexcusable from that fan and downright damn embarrassing as an Ohio State fan to storm the court after you win a basketball. We're Ohio State, okay? This isn't this isn't the Ohio school for the deaf, dumb, and blind, and we beat a big team. It's Ohio State. We win big games. Don't storm the court after you win a big game. It's embarrassing. Stay in your damn seats. Yes, that's that's horrible. Kaitlyn Clark should not have been put in that situation, and I am appalled that it happened at Ohio State. The Lions turn their attention to the 49ers after ousting the Bucks in the playoffs. Yeah, the brand-new Lions, baby. MCDC, they're going to chew off kneecaps and get I, – I think they're going to get to the Super Bowl, man. Lions-Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what I think it's going to be. It'd be interesting, man. Can you imagine Foxy if that happens? Dude. He'll go. He'll go six to midnight all week, all two weeks. You won't be able. To, you won't be able to put him on the uh, on the broadcast. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and finally, today in 2006, Kobe Bryant scores 81 points in a 122 to 104 Lakers victory over the Toronto Raptors, second highest game total in NBA history, behind only Will Chamberlain's 100 point game. Kobe. He was so damn good, man. He, he was. That's why I hated him. I hated him because he was so good. Got anything else for us? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on Monday. Let's do it. Let's start the week out right. I uh, hope everyone had a great weekend. Bryce and I will be back tomorrow on Tuesday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.